Hello and welcome everyone. It is time to enter the Kumite. I'm joined today by our technical engineer, the Nine Pro Ninja himself, Sean Myers. Today we'll be bringing Yuri Prohaska into the arena. But first, if you enjoy the content we're creating, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. So what can I say about Yuri? He's 28 years old. He was born in 1992 in the Czech Republic. Very interesting childhood. Very Played a wide variety of sports. He was an amateur football player. Uh, he's also a, a freestyle BMX rider and a floorball player. This I don't, I did not know what the fuck floorball was, but I had to look it up. It's basically like an indoor hockey. Um, I guess it's a, you know, a Western Asia thing. Um, Yuri lives his life by the Bushido code, the samurai moral values. Um, he says he was inspired by Miyamoto Musashi's Book of Five Rings. He considered it as a life-changing book. It taught him that martial arts was just that. It was an art taught him the philosophy, the spirituality behind it. Um, that's one of the reasons I love Gary so much. He's quickly becoming one of my favorite fighters, because he's a philosopher. Um, he's a former amateur Muay Thai kickboxer, the inaugural and former Ryzen light heavyweight champion, and the former Czech GCF light heavyweight champion. Ranked number six in Sure Dogs and the Fight Matrix's light heavyweight rankings. So Usually I do these prospect series on up-and-coming fighters who haven't quite made a name for themselves, or at least not in the UFC. Um, I mostly cover UFC material. Um, but <sighs> Yuri just blew up so quickly. Two fights in the UFC, and now he's, you know, this Dana gave him the title fight <laughs> after knocking out Dominic Reyes. Um, with his, with his uh, decorated past, I, I definitely see why. Um, but I don't know if this has ever happened. Two fights and then a title fight. I don't think this has ever happened. Alistair Overeem would have gotten that chance, but he didn't do so hot in the UFC. He bulked up. He was on all those steroids, and his cardio was gone. Um, but let's 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 talk about the 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 light heavyweight title fight that's coming up real quick, and then see where Yuri kind of falls into place. Uh, Blakovich is defending his title against Glover Teixeira. Um, that's a very winnable fight for Teixeira. I would not be surprised if he win it. I do believe Blakovich is going to take it. He's gotten a lot more defensively savvy, and I don't think Teixeira is going to be able to impose his grappling on him. Um, I also don't think Blakovich is going to tire out. Like Teixeira, when he beat An uh, Lionheart, uh, Anthony Smith, um, it, was really, it really came down to Anthony gassing himself out early. Um, but Yuri versus Teixeira, I feel like stylistically, Yuri's going to walk through Teixeira. I think that's a really bad matchup for Teixeira. Um, but I think Blakovich's defense is going to pose a lot, and, and countering potential, it's going to pose a lot of problems for Yuri coming forward. Um, he could mix it up on Reyes because really all he had to do for Reyes was <clears throat> get him to back up in a certain way and, and just, just break him down. I don't think he's going to be able to break down Blakovich, and Blakovich is always dangerous with that Polish power. Um, I don't know. That's a, the, the Blakovich fight is a tough fight for Yuri. Um, if it wasn't a title fight, I would not suggest it. But you can't tell a fighter to not take a title fight, especially when he's 28 and 3. <clears throat> uh, dream fights, I'd love to watch him and Johnny Walker. I don't think it is going to happen because Walker's a bit on been on the come down uh, people are starting to figure out which holes he has in his game but they're both very offensive fighters and I just want to see 
whose crazy style would knock out the other crazy style. Um, another fight would be Alexander Rockage. Rockage is very technical, um, very good counter striker, and you know he's also a brawler. He's just a technical brawler. I think that would really test Yuri's defense because um, that's that's what we have to see. And I and I knew that if that he was going to get caught by Reyes's left hand. I knew that was going to happen because of the way that Yuri chases. Um, but you know, the question was, can he take Reyes's left hand? And that was also answered. Um, but let's 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 put him under the microscope in the arena real quick. He's very unorthodox. He's a stance switcher. He he claims he won't stray from his unorthodox style, but he's going to set rules for himself, fundamental rules, the must nots, um, but allow himself to still flow in there because he doesn't want to stray away from himself just to stick to fundamentals. But he needs to not be so counterable. Um, and when he when he when he stance switches, what what really worries me about that is he squares himself up and he'll stay in that stance a little bit too long before getting his guard up. Um, and we saw that, we saw that with with uh, Uzdemir and with Reyes. He almost got knocked out in that Reyes fight, and Reyes just made a fatal mistake. And, um, but the way he chases, I mean, it's really good. It puts pressure on people and it makes people make incorrect decisions at times. Um, but he's just his chin is just right in the middle, too easy of a target, and any good counter striker is going to take advantage of that. Um, he typically throws from the hip. Um, we've been seeing this a lot lately. Uh, uh, martial artists kind of strayed away from throwing from the hip and keeping your hands down for a while just because, you know, it was suggested, you know, have better defense. Um, but throwing from the hip has been working a lot lately. Uh, it's just hard to see just right through the guard, right under the guard sometimes. And, you know, you can also make it make them think that you're going to throw the, a jab or a straight through the pocket. Um, but you end up going coming in with a hook. And that's that's another thing I was going to get into for Yuri. One th interesting thing about his style is he does a lot of dip feints. He's going to dip forward, and, and it's like a slip and, and whatever whatever foot he has forward there. Um, but from this dip feint, he can dip feint lead hook, dip feint uppercut, dip feint flying knee. Gets his knees up there really quickly. Has a few, has I think three knockouts by flying knee. Um, dip straight dip overhand or dip jab he's developed a really strong jab he overcommits on his jab a little bit um i think that might be a problem with a strong wrestler uh especially like blokovic blokovic knows now when to use his, his grappling in a fight um his defense mainly just consists of hand fighting he likes to pull down their lead weapon for a counter uh, post and retreat uh but he usually doesn't retreat very far he's almost always looking for a counter he's going to retreat retreat counter you know, he's just trying to catch you on your downbeat to, to run in with that right hand. Um, he's really good at interrupting the uh, uh, opponent's momentum or rhythm. Oh, that's a part of his defense, honestly, is his teep kicks or his um, slipping elbows, uh, like over-the-top elbows. Like he, he does these certain offensive, you know, awkward offensive attacks to throw off his opponent's rhythm. Um, he brings his hands up at last second, so it's very reactionary. I don't like this because someone with a good feint can feint, get that reaction out of him, and throw where he's not blocking. And that, that could 
that also poses a big problem for Yuri. I hope he fixes it a little bit, but he's not going to stray away from his hands low style. So he's going to have to find something better than just whipping his hands up in reaction to someone throwing a punch because you don't know if they're on the highest levels. You don't know if they're actually going to throw that punch or not. They might jab straight left hook and go right around the guard that you just pulled up. You know, there's a lot of setups to get around that reactionary guard. <clears throat> um, he's very good at timing naked kicks. As soon as someone lifts their leg off the ground to throw a kick, if they don't cover it up with something, and sometimes even if they do, double jab and then a, bo you know, a body kick, um, I've seen him just time these things perfectly to come in with that right hand or left hand, whatever stance he's in, um, but the power hand. Um, wicked timing. You can tell he has that, that reaction that reaction speed, um, and he's very fast, so that 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 plays in his favor as well. Um, he chases a little bit too much, um, and he's gonna get caught for it. That's all there is to it. He's got a good chin. He's got good uh, recovery, but this this is gonna be a problem. I see him getting knocked out because of his chasing against a really good counter striker. Um, he faints a lot. He's really good at feeling his opponent's downbeat and knowing when to advance. He'll pull out something and then push on them when they react. And then that just that just throws people off, and then he almost always gets them backing up into the cage. And then from there, you know, he's limited their defensive options, and he is he has his whole toolbox of things he can throw, and they just don't know what's coming. <clears throat> um, from orthodox, because um, he is a stand switcher, he likes to slip to the outside with the lead uppercut. That's one of his key moves. He, he got a couple of those on Reyes, and I was, I was pretty I was pretty impressed by that. Um, his power straights to head or body when they're running away, he'll just throw a, a power straight to the body. Um, from orthodox, he uses his rear teep kick on his opponent's downbeat, throw him off, you know, make him reset, or push him against the cage in, in advance. Uh, from southpaw, he mostly throws the lead hook and from southpaw, he likes to do his dip uppercut, um, especially if their opponent is fighting orthodox. Um, so overall, his weaknesses, he chases too much, squares up his stance, reactionary defense, feints, he'll get his arms all crossed up, and he overreaches a lot. Could be a bad habit against a strong wrestler. Honestly, there's so much more to discuss about this fighter. I'm very excited for his future. Uh, I'd like to see him get that belt, but I like Jan too. Um, I mean, <laughs> Glover Deshera can win that fight. So if Glover Deshera wins that fight, I really do see Yuri just walking through Deshera. It's just a bad matchup. Uh, I'd like to go into you know detail about specific fights and break them down. That's what I'm trying to build to right now with this podcast. We still have a ways to go. Just letting us know what you guys are looking for. If you want more general prospect analysis, detailed fight breakdowns, Q&A sessions, or maybe you just want me to bring guests on to discuss the latest gossip and results. Either way, we can pretty much move in any direction. With that, I'm going to go ahead and wrap up this prospect analysis episode for Yuri Prohaska. I'd like to thank our technical engineer, the 9 Pro ninja himself, Sean Myers. I'd like to thank the fighters for going out there and laying it all on the line. And last but certainly not least, I'd like to thank you, the audience, for entering the Kumite with us here today. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. Remember, guys, this is not a sport. You don't play fight.